Good morning, good morning, Rabotai. Welcome to Breakfast in the Class, Lag Baomer Edition. Uh, today's Breakfast in Class is sponsored anonymously, dedicated in the merit that our son should engage in Limud Torah. Also dedicated for a speeding completed for Ashleimah for Rabbani Chalafarchi, Chanabat Simafega, and as well for Ashleimah for Rabbi Eli Abadi Eliyahu Shimon Ben Mazal Fortuna, uh, Fortune. Also dedicated, uh, sponsored by Morris Mystery in honor of Sammy Sutton. The week of Cobra was dedicated for a speeding completed for Ashleimah for Chanabat Simafega, dedicated in loving memory of Ms. Lily Safali Nishmat Leabat Chana. Her philanthropy has reached so many throughout the entire world. Hazaku Baruch. Okay, let's begin. My friends, I want to share something incredibly odd and maybe beautifully ironic. The Gemara discusses the story that led to Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai living in a cave. Does anyone know the story? You must know it. It's on Shabbat, it's in Masechet Shabbat. And the story goes as follows. You have three rabbis sitting together and having a discussion. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yossi, and Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. And they're talking about the Romans. And who was sitting at this meeting? A fellow whose name is Yehuda Ben Gerim. Okay? Uh, and Yehuda Ben Gerim is overhearing the conversation between the sages. Anyway, this Rabbi Yehuda, he says, you know, the Romans, fantastic. Uh, unbelievable, these Romans. They fixed the roads, they did this, they fixed the bathhouses, everything. You know, they, it's really a pleasure to live under Roman rule. Rabbi Yossi, here's what he, Rabbi Yehuda says, and he remains quiet. And Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai actually says, what are you talking about? It's a pleasure to live under the Romans? Come on. The, the first one, yeah, the... Uh, the, the uh, Rabbi Yehuda, right, you said all these things that they did. The roads that they set up, why did they set up roads? Leoshiv bam zonot, in order to have prostitutes sitting on the street corners. So they fixed up the roads in order to satisfy their base urges. They set up bridges, why? In order to collect taxes. And they got bathhouses in order to aden, in order to uh, to take care of themselves, in order to pamper themselves. There's nothing that the Romans did that wasn't done for the sake of self-interest. They didn't do anything for anybody. They did things only for themselves. Yehuda ben Gerim relates this conversation between the rabbis and the words get carried all the way to royalty. There's a disagreement over exactly which Roman uh, royal, or which Roman uh, powerful uh, man or decides to punish or, or decides to react to this, but some scholars say it was a, a Roman governor called Varus. And Varus, this guy, or this Roman governor, whatever his name was, decreed that Rabbi Yehuda, the one that praised the Romans, should be elevated, should be given a higher station. Rabbi Yossi, that kept his mouth shut, should be exiled to, uh, to Tzipori, which is where he lived out the rest of his life. And Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, that uh, castigated the Romans, 
for being self-absorbed uh, pleasure seekers, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai should be killed. Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai hears the news that the Romans are coming to kill him, and he manages to escape out the back road, the back door, and finds a cave where he and his son, Rabbi Elazar and Rabbi Shimon, survive miraculously for 13 years. Their clothing that they escape with is the only clothing they have. So every day, they dig a hole in the sand in this cave, and they bury themselves up to their necks in the sand, so their clothing won't wear out, and they fold their clothing, and they sit in the sand. For food and drink, there's no Uber Eats. They go outside, there's a carob tree that grows miraculously to cover the mouth of the cave. They survive on carob, and a, a, a stream of water is again miraculously redirected to the front of the cave so that they can have water to drink as well. Carob is that long, black, thin thing that you uh, sometimes have on, only on the Tubishvat. Okay? They're hard, and, it, and it's, they, today we make lots of different things out of carob. It, it has become boxers, what they used to call it. It's become a substitute for chocolate, by the way. Carob. Either way. My, so, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai and his son have to escape, and they study their Torah undisturbed for 13 years. Could you imagine? All right, we all went nuts, you know, for, for uh, being locked up for 13 days during COVID. You know, if you had to go into quarantine, you know? Could you imagine 13 years in a cave, just him and his son? I kind of feel like that, that either drives you together or drives you apart. <laughs> After 13 years, they get a sign. There's a bird that's trapped. The bird escapes. They understand that to be a sign that they're able to leave, that they're also going to escape. And when they leave, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai hears a bat called a heavenly voice telling them that they're free. My friends, if the idea of Lagba Omer is to celebrate the greatness uh, and the greatness of the Torah, the greatness of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai and the greatness of the Torah that he expounded, the depth, the profundity of the Torah that he revealed to Am Yisrael, okay? I mean, it's not a stretch to understand where that came from. This celebration on Lagba Omer, I always felt it was so interesting that we celebrate his... Uh, is passing on Lagba Omer, and the Gemara that discusses the story, which I think you know catapults him into another stratosphere, happens on Gemara Shabbat, page Lamed Gimel. And that's fascinating. So I want to quote to you a very interesting story, and then maybe we'll uh, take a look at what the Gemara says. The Gemara says, excuse me, Chachamim tell us. A very interesting line that I think is, uh, is appropriate here. The Pasuk says in Kohelet, Af chokhmati omdali, even, or amdali, even my wisdom, amdali stood by me, or stood for me. The Gemara's Doresh on this Pasuk in Kohelet, it doesn't mean even my wisdom has stood by me, but, or for me, <laughs> but rather, the wisdom that I learned, 
What does af mean? Not even, af can also mean anger, difficulty, right? Vayichar apo, be'af u'bechema, we say. So chokhmah shelamadati be'af, the wisdom that I learned, experiencing the anger that someone directed towards me, he amdali, that wisdom stood for me and stood by me. One of the reasons why Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai became so great, in many ways greater than many and almost all of his peers, was because he learned Torah b'misirut nefesh, with the giving over of his very soul. What do we mean? The difficulty that he expended in order to study, in order to learn, it created a, a, a depth of understanding in Rabbi Shimon that was unparalleled. The Talmud tells us in Masechet Megillah, it tells us, Yagata umatsata ta'amin. If someone tells you, Yagati matzati, I worked hard and I, attain, I achieved, I understand, you could believe him. If he tells you, I didn't work hard and I understood it, don't believe him. If he tells you, I worked hard and I didn't understand, don't believe him. Which statement can you believe? If a person says, I worked hard and I understand. Our deepest understandings in life and the most powerful and profound lessons that move us forward, that shape us, that make us powerful in our lives are the lessons that we learn from difficult situations that we go through. Easy come, easy go. But if it was difficult come, if it came to you through adversity, if it came to you through studying for 13 years in a cave with your son, worried that your very life was going to end. Al-Khamim tell us something extraordinary. We know that Rabbi Akiva was put in prison by the Romans. Why was Rabbi Akiva imprisoned by the Romans? For what great crime? He was imprisoned by the Romans for teaching Torah publicly. And the Romans had decreed that if a person teaches Torah publicly, they'll be killed. Rabbi Akiva does so anyway. And the Gemara relates that someone came to Rabbi Akiva and said, are you crazy? Don't you know there's a, a, a law stating that if you teach Torah publicly, they're going to kill you. Rabbi Akiva says, you're supposed to be such a smart person. You know what you're compared to, he says to this man. He says to a fox, that's running along the river, and he sees a fish being hunted, being, being uh, fished, being trapped. I don't know how, what the verb would be, but caught is already caught. What is the act of catching, fishing? He's, what I'm saying is he saw a fish being fished? I don't know. Okay, anyway, be that as it may. The fish is being, uh, is being hunted, being trapped, being fished. And the, the fox says to the fish, I see you're agitated, you're swimming like crazy. Relax, jump out of the water, come on my back, I'll save you. Oh, come on to dry land, I'll save you. And the fish says to the fox, you're supposed to be so clever. You want me to save my life by killing myself? If I leave the water, I'm dead anyway. So too are the Jewish people without Torah. They are our life and the length of our days. If I don't have Torah, I'm dead anyway. 
So he carries on teaching Torah publicly. Until Rabbi Akiva is incarcerated. Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, at that stage, was free to come and go as he pleased. He went to his rabbi in prison, and in prison, he asked his rabbi to teach him Torah. Why is he in prison? <laughs> He's teaching Torah. Comes Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai to the prison, and he asks him to teach him Torah. What created this man, this Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai? So I want to share something I think is very powerful. And that is that one could assume and one could look at this difficult life situation that Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai went through and say, and point and say, that's what gave birth to this magnificent person. If you ever meet someone, a very impressive person, a person who's uh, you know, brave or courageous or or creative, or, uh, or uh, anti-establishment. They've done amazing things in their life. A lot of times, if you get a chance to meet someone like that, you ask them, you know, what do you think made you? Uh, what shaped you into this person? They'll relate to you a life-changing episode. You know, they went through the concentration camps, and that's when I realized, you know, someone's parents passed away, uh, you know, when he was young and he had to fight for himself when he was a kid. And that's what made me independent. I don't know. I'm just saying. People will point to a life-affirming episode. Something that really kind of... And as I said to you earlier, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai's Torah, Amda Law, stood by him and stood for him because it was studied be'af under threat of death. Eating only carobs, no clothes to wear, water, etc. Nothing, nothing else. But my friends, I think that there's something else here as well. You know, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, before he became the guy from the cave, he was a truth speaker. Like they say, he spoke truth to power. Rabbi Yehuda is praising the Romans. Rabbi Yossi is afraid to say something. Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai says, these people, they're not magnanimous, generous community builders. They're building it for their own, for their own, for their prostitutes, for their, for their, uh, uh, you know, to take care of their base needs, to, to collect money from bridges. They have, they don't, they, they don't, they wouldn't think of someone else if, if you paid them, unless they did it for the money that you paid them. You understand, my friends? Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai was Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai before he was Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, and I think that that is a tremendous idea to take with us on Lagba Omer. If the Torah of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai is the secret Torah, Torah Tanistar, is the hidden Torah of the Kabbalah, then my friends, the reason why we have the Torah, Torah means instruction. So Torah Tanigla means the revealed Torah, the revealed instructions. And Torah Tanistar means the hidden Torah or the hidden instruction. Part of the instruction, the revealed instruction, I feel, relates to the revealed element of a human being. And the hidden instruction is not just hidden in its nature, it's hidden in its, uh, in its purpose, in the thing that it's meant to address. There is a hidden Torah, a hidden book of instructions, if you will, for a hidden element of a person's soul of themselves. When you see someone rise to the occasion, 
It is not that they became great in that moment. They had greatness lying in them all that time. And it was lying dormant. Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai was, an, was a person who was unafraid of the Romans when he was in conversation with his friends. The Gemara tells us, uh, in the beginning of Baba Batra, the Gemara tells us about a certain man that came to speak to a rabbi. The rabbi was blind. And he kept getting the rabbi to try and say something that was incriminating. And he said to him, you know, the rabbi said to him, I, I'm not going to say this. What do you mean? It's only us. And the rabbi says, Right? With a kuf, not a kaf. Even if there's only birds, the birds will go and carry our conversations to other places. Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai said what needed to be said, and he said it at a great risk, because they knew that what you said could come back and haunt you, as it did. But my friends, that didn't stop him from saying something the way it needed to be said. I think that there was a reason. Why did Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai risk that? You had something positive to say like Rabbi Yehuda, you knew maybe they'll reward you. But Rabbi Yossi understood the danger of speaking against the Romans. Did Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai not understand it? My friends, I think the answer is both powerful and instructive for us. You know, Rabbi Yossi was probably right in keeping his mouth shut in terms of protecting himself. But Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai understood something else. You know, the Romans and the Greeks, very different to the Persians, the Medes, the Babylonians. When we were in exile in those places, you don't find the desire in the people to assimilate, to become like the host culture. You don't find it. But the Romans and the Greeks were very shiny. You know, they seemed to be progressive, brilliant uh, people that were changing the world, not only through warfare, through brutal, uh, you know, takeovers, you know, where they raised the village to the ground, you know, raping and pillaging their way through the countryside. Although, make no mistake, they did that too. But the Romans, they had a senate. They, you know, there was a, an, an illusion of democracy. You know, the people were being run, the voice of the people, etc., etc. That was Roman. The Greeks, with their philosophy, with their science, their understanding of science, the, the development of, of, the, of the body, there was, a, there was something there. And many Jews saw the allure of what the Romans were holding up as a better way, as a smarter way to live, and they were being taken in by the Roman dream, the Greek uh, philosophy. And therefore, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai felt the need to explain that the Romans were the same as everybody else. These, the fact that they're building roads, it's not because they're civically minded. It's so that they could put a prostitute on the corner. The same guy that you saw subjugating the Jews a thousand years ago and five thousand, sorry, five hundred years ago is the guy that you're looking at now. Don't be fooled by the Roman legionnaire, by the Senate with their robes, by the declarations, by the building of Colosseums. They're animals. 
Everything is self-interest with them. Like anyone else, there's nothing else there. Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai felt the need to expose not the external shine of the Roman Empire, but the rotting core underneath it and express to the people what it truly was. That hidden nature, the understanding of what lay underneath was the job of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, which is why he spoke up, which is why he spends the time in the cave, perfecting and learning more and more, turning him into the sage that he eventually becomes. So today, my friends, we have the koach, the power of Lagva Omer, to reveal an element uh, of the hidden elements of our personality, the kochot, the powers, the bravery, the courage, the resilience that's there, that maybe has not been woken up yet. Maybe because we're too comfortable. Maybe because we live amongst society and we care what everybody thinks. You know, living 13 years with your son will give you a different sense of understanding about what, the, what other people say and how much it matters. And, and my friends, when we live life that way, then we achieve tremendous things. May Hashem bless us with the power of Lagba Omer to raise and to, and to uh, uh, surface our innermost kochot, powers, dreams, and successes. Baruch Hanayi Le'olam.